Welcome to the Rooted Podcast. I'm Melissa. And I'm Timothy. Join us as we deepen our biblical roots by having real conversations about real faith. Well, welcome back to the Rooted Podcast. Um, we're here today with Colin. Um, we're going to talk about um, worship as a spiritual discipline. Um, so yeah, so thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. I'm, I'm excited. Like, like I was telling you, you know, Pre-recording, mm-hmm. I'm so excited. I'm such a huge podcast nerd. So this is, I was telling my friend earlier, like, I get to be on a podcast. <laughs> I'm so excited. And uh, he didn't seem near as excited for oh, me well. as, I, as I was. But still, thank yeah, you guys. Yeah. Thank you. So, tell him just wait till it blows up. Yeah, you know, exactly. And then you'll <laughs> yeah. Yeah. bragging rights. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, but I guess if you just want to, um, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself or tell our listeners a little bit, you know, sure. um, kind of your connection to worship, you know, sure. like why we would, you know, why you're here, yeah, I guess, I, you know. Yeah, what qualified <laughs> no, no, you? I don't mean like, sure. like that. Yeah, but. <laughs> um, so my name's Colin Eaton. Um, I'm a member here at Walnut. Mm-hmm. I'm on the praise team. Uh, I also do various uh, worship groups and teams throughout uh, Davis and McLean County, uh, even up into Hancock County. I work with Fireside Ministries some. Um, I, I do Kentucky Wesleyan College campus mm-hmm. ministries with the Lakes. Um, I've done you know, worship at my church previously before I moved here. Uh, I worked Chrysalis Emmaus weekends, which are, you know, Christian retreat weekends, Mm -hmm. if if anyone's not familiar. Um, And, uh, yeah, I had a youth pastor when I was 15, 16, um, play guitar. I think you know Wayne. Yeah, Wayne Morris. He's so talented, it makes me sick. um, (laughs) He he made his own album, too. Yeah, he's he's got some albums uh, on iTunes, so check him out, Wayne Morris. I think it's called Everything. Uh, or you are everything. If you're should, listening to this on it. Spotify after this podcast, yeah. go check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Check out he's on Spotify. Sure. He's, a, cool. he's extremely talented. But mm-hmm. um, I always had this fascination with the guitar. I just thought it was so cool. And piano. I can't play piano. I wish I could. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, and I never had a youth pastor that actually played worship for us. And then we got Wayne, and it was just like, wow, this is so neat. Yeah. You know, it kind of opened up a new venue. And, um, and we were at church camp, actually, at... Um, I'm drawing a blank right now. Crossing Schaefer, Camp okay. Schaefer, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we were at a church camp up there, and he was playing uh, just like in our cabin, and he just kind of cut it off, and I was singing, and I wasn't aware that he was just cutting it off, and he heard me sing, and he's kind of like, okay, well, I'm going to teach you how to play guitar, and the only way I'm going to teach you is if you sing with it, and uh, I was kind of against that because I was just, you know, just insecurities, <laughs> yeah. and. Um, you know, man, it's been great. You know, I've been doing it. I started playing when I was 15. Got my first guitar for my 16th birthday. Like, my first guitar, yeah. personally. And uh, it's just been an awesome, you know, not only to just be able to worship, not only corporately, but also personally, mm-hmm. but just kind of an escape. I think anyone who, whether you play or just enjoy music, it's, it's a beautiful way to just kind of escape. So mm-hmm. um, that's kind of... Where I'm at, you know, I came to Walnut when I met my wife currently. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, her father and her family, basically her entire family is on staff. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, so, you know, that brought me to Walnut. Well, God brought me to Walnut. Sure. And, uh, you know, very quickly I was given an opportunity to, to kind of be a part of the team. And mm-hmm. it's just been so great. So without really taking up any more time, really, no, that's, that's no, pretty that's much really, that's yeah. who I am, um, you know. My life got a little dark there for a while, and we don't have to delve into that unless we want to. That's um, oh, I don't care. I don't yeah, know well, if I'm no, when it comes we... to that. But uh, the one thing that remained the same was my love for music. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, I was making uh, many years of conscious bad choices. I was saved at a young age, and I actually had this conversation with PT, Pastor Travis, mm-hmm. the other day. With like, without a doubt, I was saved at a young age, and that kind of made it harder when I faltered for so long, is because I woke up every morning and made a conscious choice to live against what I knew in my heart was right. I felt convicted every day Mm. and, uh, even, even did some, like some time on platforms while I was, you know, very much in sin. Um, you know, I was living like the devil, you know, seven days a week, but still, you know, trying to carve out time to be on a platform. So, uh, by the time I actually, he brought me here, um, him and I, God and I had kind of, you know, had a conversation. And I really felt led to step back from that. So stay off platform for a while until I got, you know, my heart right, mm-hmm. um, until I got my mind right and my body right, you know, until I was I was centered and 
um, the worship could then be organic and vertical again, and or maybe for the first time, to be honest. So, um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at now. Um, you know, I just recently got the opportunity to serve at Owensboro Christian for a month uh, with their high school ministries or their next gen ministry. Okay. Um, they're kind of looking for a worship pastor at the time, and I don't feel led to leave Walnut, <laughs> and I think they were really, you know looking for an opportunity to get me to leave Walnut and it, it just wasn't, it wasn't right. I'll, I'll, you know, I'm not going to leave unless God tells me to and I'm not feeling like he's telling me mm -hmm. to, you know, by any means, but still the, the experience there was fantastic to kind of help um, lay a foundation of, of true vertical worship with, you know, a group of high school or middle, high school and middle school kids. It was, man, it was beautiful. So, yeah. yeah. So that brings me to to now, I guess. Yeah. yeah so All right. Cool. There's my rant. <laughs> no, I didn't know a lot of that, so I'm glad you. Yeah, I'm glad cool. you shared. Yeah, sure. that's really cool. Um, but yeah. Okay. So, um, do you have anything you want to start with? Um, just uh, no. I'm no? good. Okay. Well. <laughs> um, so you kind of mentioned um, and went into like vertical worship. So mm -hmm. like yeah. when we talk about, I would say like worship in spirit and truth. Mm -hmm. um, you know, is is the way that you would want to worship. Um, yeah. So is that something that you? Um, that God has kind of taught you, you know, something that you, has been like a process that you've learned. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, because for the longest time, and I think especially, you know, any, anyone in this room especially can attest to it, um, growing up in the Bible Belt, um, it's so easy for, for church itself or, or worship or any mm -hmm. facet of that to, to just be another motion, just be, you know, another, another part of life. You know, you grow up in the church, so going to church on Sunday mornings, Sunday evenings, Wednesday evenings yeah. is, is what <laughs> you do, <laughs> you know, um, I was raised a deacon's kid, so, like, we had keys to the church, you know, even if it was locked, I could get in, mm -hmm. and, um, so it, it's, it's been something that I had to learn, I had to, God, I really say that God had to, like, take me and break me, mm. and then when I was broken, and I kind of found my way back to him, or he found me and picked me up, really, he, I noticed, you know, my prayer was, build me into something not beautiful but useful mm -hmm. um and i i think you know especially in, a, in today's time it's very much like we're self-centered mm -hmm. and we're self-serving um and i'd done that and i tasted that and it was not fulfilling so make me something useful and through that i learned that it's so easy to get, you know, you play, so it's so easy mm -hmm. to get on stage. Uh, Timothy is who I'm talking to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bad radio, I'm sorry. But but you, you you know what I'm talking It's so easy to get on platform and just strum your guitar. Right. You know, just play the right mm -hmm. chords. It's so easy to get up there and just sing the right lyrics. Mm -hmm. um, it's not easy to to center that, focus that, and, and it not be a performance, but it be exactly what it was designed to be and that is that is worship and i'm sure we'll get deeper into that as we go but um it was definitely a lesson learned that um, from being around people who when you worship with them or you're a part of their team it's just like that man something that's different something's different about you and mm -hmm. i couldn't quite put my finger on it until i realized that they're not performing mm -hmm. they are truly truly there uh in heart mind and spirit and they're worshiping um they're not concerned with who might who might have heard them, you know, go a little flat on this note, or or who may have who may have picked up, you know, maybe they played a wrong chord at the wrong time, or or maybe they're a little off time, you know, it, it's That's it's me every time I play. <laughs> I preach to the choir, man. But it's just uh, it was a lesson learned, and it was a hard lesson learned because for so long I was I was self focused, mm. so I wanted to make sure that I had a pretty guitar. Oh, or I right. had a cool, okay. I had the cool accessories, and then um, you know that I played everything just perfect, and that mm. um, everybody would come up to me and be like, "Man, I really like the way you know the tone of your voice, or I really like you know the way your guitar sounds, or what have you." And it, it was like I was doing it for all the wrong reasons. Mm. So it was a hard lesson learned. It took me a long time to to learn it, and I'm still learning it. I'm not perfect. I think that's that's the beauty of our walk with Christ. Mm -hmm. Is you know, it's like we're not. We're not finished until we're in the ground, you know, and, yeah. and, you know, he can, he can look at us and say, well done, my good and faithful servant, mm -hmm. you know, so if I get to that point, you know, then obviously I won't be concerned with anyone else telling me if I did a good job, but, you know, because hopefully I'll hear it from, you know, the right one. Yeah. yeah. And I think you're totally right about, you know, in our culture today, it's all about, you know, me and ourselves mm -hmm. and 
uh, whenever you, like you try to, <laughs> right, yeah. yeah, and like when you try to implement that into worship as well, it just makes it a very nasty thing, mm -hmm. and um, because worship is all about God, and when you're trying to make it about yourself, it, it I think it's very dishonoring mm -hmm. to God, yeah. and it, I, it's not a real doing it any good. Of exactly what it, it should be, mm -hmm. and it's so easy to do. Yeah, I think it's it's interesting that you said, um, like, because we all have pretty much grown up, I mean, we've all grown up here in the Bible mm -hmm. Belt, um, pretty much all in church as far as I know. Um, and to think about um, coming to just like a, any kind of like evangelical type church um, where we are not as focused on maybe like liturgy or like, you know, kind of more like routine mm -hmm. worship in the way that other denominations are, but it can still become a routine. Mm -hmm. You know, if our, if, so really it's a heart thing, you know, it's not the words and it's not, you know, things like that. So that's, um, that's, it's hard to remember sometimes and hard to keep yeah. that perspective, I think. Um, I'm not musical and I'm not on the stage with you all, <laughs> but even as someone who's coming in um, to the worship service and thinking like, oh, my, you know, like, what just happened out here? Mm -hmm. Like, what am I doing tomorrow? You know, after church, mm -hmm. um, just to, uh, I don't know, that's one thing. And one of the books that I've been reading mm -hmm. as we're going through this is um, Spiritual Disciplines for the Christian Life. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and so when I was reading the worship um, part, I know one thing that stuck out um, was just like the very simple definition of worship as like focusing on God and then responding to God mm -hmm. um, or responding to, you know, an attribute of God. And so... Um, yeah, I think I think it's just something um, something to keep in mind as yeah. you <laughs> as yeah. you go through all that. Um. Man, I'm excited to get into this topic. Yeah, I feel yeah. like, I feel like <laughs> I we're gonna have a lot to talk about. I'm so excited, <laughs> especially um, after the last several episodes. I feel like it's been kind of hard to find some things to talk about. And like as we've just like we're just in the intro right now, yeah. and like man, I'm ready. You're like, I'm ready. <laughs> this is like y'all's thing. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I guess um, we've kind of hit on like because I was interested in like how would we define worship? Yeah. Um, but you know we we have said it's it is focused on God. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I read a really I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Go I, ahead. I read a really cool um, just on Google, you know, and you have to be careful with with Google, you know, because <laughs> you can you can type in like biblical definition of worship, and the first thing that pops up is from Wikipedia, right. and there's no telling <laughs> who typed that out, you know, but uh, you know taking things slightly out of context, but also like praying over them and reading into them. Like I found this slight, like small definition or just little thing. And, um, it kind of says, Oh, I had it. It's basically worship is the act of giving up your own glory mm -hmm. to make sure everyone knows that the thing being worshiped is pretty awesome. So like we've talked about this self-serving, um, nature that we have, this self glorifying, self edifying nature that we have. Um, especially as, you know, millennials, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and, and gen, mean, yeah. you know, gen Z's and all these, like all these people that we're close to, um, how easy it is to be self-glorifying. So to basically, like, I think worship can be anything. Mm -hmm. Like, I think if we're doing it right, if we're truly living like Christ, then every breath we breathe mm -hmm. is in its own an act of worship. Every word we say should Mm -hmm. in fact be an act of worship every action that we take should not essentially but to the like the core of it be lowering yourself mm -hmm. to glorify and it's not just you know in that definition i read the thing i mean it is the thing the one you know god so i think it can be anything i believe that it really can be any action you know any 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 interaction that we have with someone else if we're lowering ourselves mm -hmm. and and God is, you know, the love of Christ is, is coming through, you know, our words or our actions, then that's worship. Yeah. You know, if even something so simple, I was thinking about it on the drive over here, like humility. So just like walking past a small piece of paper on the ground, right? You humble yourself, you, you take a, a dose of humility, you know, and you pick that piece of trash up and you put it in the trash can, okay? Like that in itself, to someone who may see that and be like, why did you pick that piece mm -hmm. of paper up? Oh, well, I walked past it and I didn't pick it up initially and I felt convicted. Well, what do you mean by that? Okay, well, I have a real relationship with Christ. It opens up a door and that in itself is yeah. worship. So 
uh, I don't think it's it's just limited to, and I don't want to get too far ahead of myself. No, I mean, but go for it. We're, to, we're all good. You know, just like music <laughs> and singing, which yeah. is which is going to be a, a large part of you know what we talk about today. But um, you know, if I'm lowering myself and picking up this piece of trash, and it it sparks a thought in someone, you know, and, and I might not be the one to lead them to Christ. I might not be able, you know, the one that reaps the harvest. But mm-hmm. I just feel like you know, like yeah, I felt convicted. This is why, you know, I believe that the Holy Spirit is in me. And so every choice that I make, every action that I take, whether it's good or bad, I feel something deep within my core. Uh, Walking past this simple piece of paper on the ground, not picking it up, I felt convicted over that. And why I feel this way is because I have Christ in me. And um, Mm -hmm. if you don't know him, please, you know, give me a chance to talk about him or Mm -hmm. whatever, because I can talk for days. I tell my wife I love the sound of my voice. Um, (laughs) And... uh, and so I just think it's it's not limited, yeah. you know. Uh, if, if you've ever seen the movie Mean Girls, you know, the limit does oh not exist. Yeah. It, you know, it, I had to watch that movie my freshman year of high school. It was a requirement. Yeah, really? Yeah. A requirement for, for school. What? Not for, to get off topic, I don't remember but... what class it was. I remember watching that movie. I'm like, why are we watching this? This has no education. <laughs> Other than that, the limit right. does not yeah, exist. The limit does not exist. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they did talk about calculus. That's true. That's true. Oh, oh man, man. I, I love that definition of worship that you found, though, yeah. about humbling yourself. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that connects to like all the other spiritual disciplines we've been talking was, about as yeah, well. Yeah. Like fasting is the first thing that came to my mind. Mm-hmm. That's depriving yourself of whatever it is you need to to focus on. God, well, it's just depriving yourself of yourself yeah exactly hmm. yeah I was, our small group actually went through the spiritual disciplines book we're still kind of working on it oh, thanks, the same one. thanks covid yeah you know, right like, um, <laughs> we're, we're still trying to get through it um but yeah it was like i was i was reading through this book and you know through the the overview and kind of looking through the table of contents and things and it's like worship sits so heavy in my mind and so like it's so prevalent because you know not only am i a musician but it's also just like an escape for me, mm-hmm. uh, a really nice escape, but it's like, okay, you know, spiritual discipline of like reading your Bible, mm-hmm. you know, that in itself is worship because in our, like in our nature, it's not, it's, it's, it's actually self depriving to stop what we're doing and, and, you know, like carve out time in our day to get into his word. Mm-hmm. You know, I say self depriving because it's actually, it's actually self fulfilling, you know, really, it, yeah. you know, it, it, it should be. So maybe that's not the best way to describe well, it. I know what you mean. You know what I mean. Yeah. So you're you making a look, conscious effort. You, yeah, right. You and know. you can look at any of the spiritual disciplines as defined by that book or, you know, any any research that you want to do that mm-hmm. may list, you know, a whole a whole covey of things. And I think worship could just completely, mm-hmm. you know, encompass a lot of those. Um, or, you know, they're just like byproducts of worship. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think um, that's something that I had a conversation about with someone this week is just, um, even the most mundane thing to the glory of God is your purpose, you know, mm-hmm. and your purpose is to, is to worship God and bring glory to God. Um, and so, yeah. And, and like you said, with any of the spiritual disciplines, um, even the example of like picking up the paper, we're going to talk about stewardship later this afternoon, <laughs> right, you <yeah>. know, some of this is God's earth that he's given us, you know, like, <laughs> um, that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, that, um, well, that kind of brings us around to, um, to, uh, I guess, private and public worship um, also. I mean, we've talked about um, it obviously is a, a, we primarily think about it as a public thing, Mm -hmm. you know, like a worship uh, service or something like that. Um, But privately, like you can, I'm sure you sing at home, (laughs) you know, I'm sure you play guitar Mm -hmm. (laughs) on your own or like, um, I know Saturday night worship, um, Mm -hmm. I've been doing that a lot this summer um, and it has been really really a good experience just to go and and be with this you know small group of people and um and and feel just as much you know that we are truly worshiping we're there together Mm -hmm. gathered for that purpose Mm -hmm. um but yeah so i don't know um is that something that you um that you think about or like that you kind of like do you make an effort to like privately worship maybe musically or like other ways or how does that kind of look off stage i guess sure um so to kind of preface what I'm what I'm about to get into with what we've mentioned with just spiritual disciplines is like let's break that down for a second. What it really is a spiritual discipline, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and and how do we perfect that? So I I'm a baseball coach as well, um, and so 
I like to make sports references and, and connections. Okay. And, um, so like a discipline is, is anything really that, you know, it's like practice, mm -hmm. you know? So I, you know, I, I harp on my guys, you know, like get in the batting cage, you know, practice on your swings, on your cut, take your cuts, take your cuts, take your cuts, use tees, use soft toss, you know, use live arm, like use all these things to expand your skill level, right? So like the discipline is the practice itself. Mm -hmm. So for me, um, there are times when at home I am in practice mode, mm -hmm. so to speak. So that, that personal worship, I have moments where it's not a practice. It's, it's not, it's not me trying to build that discipline, but it is, it is also, it's, it's like, I'm just, it's just me you know, in my room, I like, uh, I kind of try to set, you know, the atmosphere. So mm -hmm. I have like a little wood wick candle that kind of sounds like a little campfire. And I go back to like my little music room and I, and I chill and I, I try to pray mm -hmm. first, you know, mm -hmm. because I really want to get myself focused and centered. Um, and then, you know, I go into a time of worship and it's not always, you know, get, you know, music um, for the most part for me, uh, you know, my personal time of worship, you know, other than, you know, my Bible study. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, you know, like acts of service and things like that, you know, it, it would be more of a, um, of a music, musical centered type worship session. And, and I feel like I use the personal sessions as, as practice, so mm -hmm. to speak, building that discipline for when I'm in a corporate setting, okay. right? Yeah. Because if I don't, if I don't work extremely hard when it's just me and God mm -hmm. on it just being me and God mm -hmm. yeah, because it's so hard you know you, you've got we have our phones our smartphones and that is like a million distractions in one little device mm -hmm. or you know I have a PlayStation that I play sometimes and that's a huge distraction um, I have a dog and you know he mm -hmm. can be a distraction as much as I love him um, I have a wife then she can be a distraction as much as I love her um, so if I don't focus solely on it's not about how good this sounds it's not about all the chords that I play. It's not about if my voice cracks or not. It's not about um, how long it is. It, it's about how real mm -hmm. it is. And is it organic? Is it is it is it vertical? Um, and I say that I, I, like when I got the opportunity to teach uh, some of the kids at OCC that you know that I was on platform with that. Especially at that age, you're so hyper focused on everyone else's opinion yeah. of yourself. You know, one, one thing that I've loved about growing up is I, I care less what people think about sure. me, you know, as a whole, you know, I still do, but I care less. So it's like, I got to teach them that when I say it's not horizontal, I mean, on a horizontal plane from the platform, you go straight out. What do you have? You have your audience, mm -hmm. so to speak. You have people in the congregation. So yes, we're there to be like a metronome, you know, as a worship leader, I feel like you're, you're really like a worship metronome okay. you, you're just set the time you just set set the set the stage allow the spirit to move you're just you're just really a timekeeper um so like i like to focus not on what's in front of me but what's above you know yeah. so when i'm at home and i have those personal times and i don't mean to keep reiterating what i'm saying or saying it over and over again but when i'm at home if I can't practice and focus alone on that discipline of worship, then put me in front of a bunch of people and see how wrong it goes. Sure. Um, I will be hyper-focused on, I'll usually pick out people that I know are musically inclined and I can focus on them. And if I get like a, you know, like a sour oh, eye really? or something, okay. because <laughs> as a mu as a musician, you know, I can pick out, like I, I can be hypercritical of, of a worship set or a worship uh, atmosphere, yeah. just being in the congregation. Yeah. So, um, you know, if I, if I hear a note that's a little off, or if I hear somebody kind of like go flat or, you know, sharp, mm -hmm. it's like, mm. you know, if I'm not in the right mind yeah, or heart set, I you never know, thought it, about, I really I never can't. So like, if I'm not focused on Christ, yeah. if I'm not focused on why I'm even there in the first place, then yeah, I do catch myself like, I become very self-conscious of my voice mm -hmm. or, or, you know, of my guitar playing. And um, then my mind is not at all on what it should be. Mm -hmm. And it's it's on everything everything that's wrong with, with 
my worship at that point because it's really not I think at that point worship it's 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 a performance mm-hmm. I think there's a very fine line there so well, it's, it's kinda, very easy to get distracted yeah too especially whenever your ears and your mind are so trained to mm-hmm. to hear those kind of mistakes and stuff like um like I was in marching band and band for I mean since middle school mm-hmm. and I did it for my first year of college as well and so like it was drilled into me to like to hear stuff like that so like I feel the same way when I'm trying to play and I hear something like that can just really easily distract me yeah. if I'm not in the right mindset. Yeah. So I use I use the private time to not only benefit me, benefit me in my relationship with Christ, like benefit me spiritually, um, but to also better prepare me for when I am in a position to worship in front of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only that, but like when I'm in the congregation to not be so analytical of every person on platform Mm -hmm. but to focus on the real reason why we're all there and that is to glorify christ yeah Yeah. this is like a whole new world for me it's like hearing this that (laughs) y'all think that much about you know (laughs) like hear everything (laughs) um i want you to know uh since since covid you know Mm -hmm. those distractions got a lot harder to not pay attention to, like, when listening to them on live stream, oh, okay. especially since, like, certain mics would only pick up certain instruments yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I found it a lot harder trying to worship at home than I did at church, actually. I feel like sometimes it's actually harder for me to worship alone than it is in, you know, in a group or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you also kind of, like, take the time to do? Because... Um, this to me was very new to think about worship as like a discipline, you mm-hmm. know, because it's not something that you just think about that way normally. But mm-hmm. is that something you do also? Do you like kind of at home take the time to like musically? Yeah. Worship? Um, the way I like to do it is I kind of like to write songs, mm-hmm. and that's kind of my way of worshiping. Uh, when I'm on my own, I'll like write down like words that are meaningful to me or something that honors God or something I'm feeling or mm-hmm. whatever kind of relating back to what I do with journaling, except I take that and put it into a song. Okay. Um, most of the songs I've ever written, like, usually just, like, last, like, for a few lines, and I've never done anything with them, mm-hmm. but it's just for those personal acts of worship at home. Yeah. And that, that's about what I do. Okay. When, but I don't do that as often as I probably should. Definitely not. Um, okay, well, so, and y'all can both, you know, think about it, whatever. I don't know. Cause I know for me, like coming into the congregation, sometimes like we, like I had mentioned it, you do, you don't have that mindset or you feel like you don't have, you're kind of just like there. Mm-hmm. Like, do you, if you're going to lead worship, like you've you've obviously like made a point to discipline yourself during the week so that you have kind of the outflow. But like, have you ever been in that situation where you like, where you were kind of like, I don't know. I, don't, I hate to say, like, not feeling it, but, you know, you're just, like, <laughs> no, you kind of totally there. You can totally say not feeling it. Uh, um, I mean, we're human. We're flawed. Yeah. You know, it's 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 actually more, unfortunately, it, it's it's almost more natural to go into that, that self-absorbed mm-hmm. state. So, yes, um, even since, you know, here within the last few years where I've really made it an effort to, to center myself um, and, and discipline myself to worship, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I've had moments where um, I've had, you know, entire, entire services where it's just been, my mind was as far away from, mm-hmm. from, I don't want to say God, but just like where I was, that, that setting, exactly where I was, you know, like, I was as far away from that as possible, I just kind of kicked into autopilot, you know, and I played the chords, or I sang the words, and, um, yeah, and mm-hmm. I feel it. I feel it, you know, especially in the moment. Like, um, it's almost like an icky kind of, for me, it's mm-hmm. like, it's straining. Like, I feel my, like, my traps and everything get tense, like, with stress. And and um, I don't necessarily realize in the moment, like, how far away I am, mm-hmm. you know, and how disconnected I am. Um, and, and then, you know, in the same light, I've had times where I've gone into it like that and the spirit has moved and you know snatched me back where I need to be and um, you know I I noticed that when I become disconnected and it happens unfortunately um, 
I'm, I'm still, you know, I'm a work in progress, so I mean, to speak. So um, when I come dis become disconnected, uh, things tend to actually, you know, all those things that I'm hyper-focused on, like sounding better or playing better, it seems to get worse mm. um, when, when, it's, when it's organic and it's true and I'm not hyper-focused on those things. I'm, I'm really just lost in, you know, in awe of Christ mm -hmm. and, and, and who He is and who He says that I am and His love for me and His love for everyone else in that room. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's easy. It's, it's natural. And, um, you know, I say organic a lot. It's exactly that. Yeah. And, um, man, it's, it's really, it's really affirming for me when I have those moments where I'm, I'm disconnected and he, you know, musical bun here plugs me back in, right. <laughs> you know, and, and it's like, oh, yeah. you know, just a huge sigh of relief. And it's like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for that. Because, I feel like I'm really doing him a disservice and, and anyone who may be in in attendance, mm -hmm. you know, because it's not a performance, and I'm going to harp on that. It's not a performance, but still, um, I've, I've been in the congregation before, and it's not my place to judge someone's heart, but, you know, feel like maybe someone on a platform was a little disconnected and go up to them afterwards, you know, because I love them and just feel like, hey, man, you're a man or chick, dude, whatever, whatever <laughs> slang you want to use, hey like, girl. hey girl, uh, are, are you okay? Yeah, you know, yeah. What's going, what's on your mind, what's on your heart? I just feel like you were, you weren't yourself up there. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, they, a lot of the time it's like, you know, thank you for asking, like, let me pour my heart out real quick. And, um, you know, I've, I've had someone approach me before and be like, are you okay? You know, you, you seemed off kilter and it's like, I am, mm. I am, you know, and it's usually because something else is going on in life or maybe, you know, I have some unresolved conflict with someone. Um, you know, like we say with communion, you know, you're really supposed to like, if you, if you're not, if you're not clean, you know, if you're not pure through, you know, and we're not perfect, but you know, if, if you, if you have unresolved conflict or you, have, you need to settle that before you yeah. take that, I feel like worship should be looked at the same way. Mm -hmm. um, because is our hearts really in it? Are we really actually worshiping, or are we reverting back just to going through the motions? Mm -hmm. um, and that's something that you know, praise God, I've become more mindful of here yeah. within the past few years. But I definitely think that's something that a lot of churches struggle with: is worship just being part of uh, something that's in part of just part of the motion, you know? Because mm -hmm. um, I feel like a lot of churches either either they do try to make it more self-absorbed mm -hmm. instead of God-absorbed and that's when you start seeing churches that have more like rock concerts or whatever yeah. you know what I'm talking about like the rock churches whatever like I don't want to like call out churches that well because it's not, not like that with try, everywhere but just but... like lose you know lose focus you know right. yeah for, I mean yeah but I feel like there's some that's <laughs> no, fine but I also feel like that there's churches that have the opposite problem mm -hmm. you know there's churches that you know maybe they'll they'll sit up they'll sing like a song or two and maybe it's the same exact song every single week yeah. and then sit back down listen to the sermon and go home and like that's it and I feel like you got to have somewhere in between mm -hmm. I think too coming at that um, just as a person like I think it in, in some ways it is the worship leader for sure you know obviously like there's the, um, there's that aspect but then each individual person um, should you know like you said like you know resolve conflict or um, I remember one time Pastor Travis did a, a series, and I don't remember exactly what it was, but I know there was one sermon that was about worship, and he just talked about if you're not uh, in God's Word, if you're not, you know, in the, in God's presence, um, like throughout the week, then there's not going to be any overflow. You know, you are mm -hmm. going to come to the worship service and be like, oh, I don't really like this song, you know, or like be kind of dry, yeah. um, because worship is the overflow of God in you. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's not something that comes from you and so you can't just like produce that yourself right. um and so i that was something that was very when he said that i was like oh okay <laughs> like you know and so yeah. um i was definitely more conscious of that um just as a just as a person mm -hmm. in the congregation well and uh this is going to go kind of into a different topic that i know we want to talk about mm -hmm. in a different podcast at some point but uh, preferences mm. kind of have a have a factor <laughs> in whether you know your worship becomes genuine or not. Um, me personally, anyone that knows me knows I do not like the song Oceans. Okay, okay. And Jeremiah's over there laughing over there <laughs> because he knows I hate that song. And it's not even the song that I hate. I think it's a wonderful song, mm -hmm. but I had to play it so many times 
for guitar in our youth band, and we played it so many times. I got so sick of that song, and every time I hear that song, I just feel like throwing up. Yeah. <laughs> no joke. And uh, and so anytime I hear that song, like if we like we sang it at our church a couple weeks ago, I think, and like the second the song started playing, I was like, Oh no, Lord, help me. <laughs> but but um. Uh, but yeah, no, I feel like preferences, which preferences versus convictions and stuff, that's something we want to go into in a different podcast at some point. Sure. But I, I definitely feel like that can affect someone's worship, you know, whether they like a certain style of song or not, like will depend on whether they feel like that's worship to them or not. And it's like, so I guess what I'm trying to say is um, if, if a song doesn't match a preference of yours, can you still genuinely worship to that song? If I'm, I'm going to say this, and just anyone who might hear this, if it hurts your feelings, take a look at it. That's all I'm going to say. If it hurts your feelings, if it hits, if it fits, take a look at it. Um, because I've had to, and I've, I've grown and learned a lot from people calling me out on things, and it hurts my feelings. But I take a look at it, and I grow from it. Um, if you're so focused on a song not fitting your preference, you are not worshiping, mm -hmm. more than likely. I'm not here to judge your heart, because that's not a place, but... I should speak on me. If I'm focused on a song because it's a hymn or it's contemporary or I've heard it a thousand times or I've played it a thousand times or I just don't like the bridge or whatever, if I'm focused on that, then I have a, that's more of a heart issue that I really need to take a look at and have resolved. Um, mm -hmm. I love hymns. I was growing, I was raised in, you know, a small country Southern Baptist church. I love hymns. I don't personally do the best at you know like leading hymns i don't personally do the best at you know even sitting down and playing you know if it's like a bump ditty chord you know like <laughs> strum progression I, I i don't do well on those but like if you look at the context of the hymns how they're written like how man they're so good there are oh, so yeah. many hymns that are just like <sighs> like mm -hmm. mind mind bottling and heart captivating if you really take a look at the context of of what the author is is, is conveying mm -hmm. or portraying in that through that song. So, um, you know, I, growing up in a church that played predominantly hymns to slightly transitioning to where we might have one or two contemporary songs to come in here where, you know, we, we have, um, I'm going to be real careful when I say this because I don't want to seem like we have split services. One's completely contemporary and one's completely, um, let's say old school, but you know, Wednesday nights are we'll normally mix in more hymns. You know, uh, Sunday mornings the early service mm -hmm. usually has a few more hymns. We still sing some at the at the late service, but um, I, I, I've known people, you know, at my old church here throughout, you know, all of my experiences at um, churches or or uh, you know retreat weekends or camps or whatever that just absolutely like cannot stand a hymn. Mm -hmm. And if a hymn starts playing or, you know, the lyrics pop up on the screen or whatever, or, you know, the, the worship pastor says, you know, like, grab your Southern Baptist hymnal and turn to page 398. <laughs> We're going to sing the first, second, and the last verse, you know, and they just completely just shut it out. Mm -hmm. Then, then I think that's a hard issue that they, yeah. they, they may really need to take, take a look at because some of my greatest convictions have come from hymns and, you know, we can learn from conviction and grow from it. And so, um, you know, the, I say all that to say I still have moments that oh, I have to sure. take a look at myself, you know, yeah. after the service because I'm just like, oh, that song again. Or or, <laughs> or that set was just like lackluster, so to speak. And that's that's the flesh in me. That's me being hypercritical and uh, overly analytical of the scenario or the set. And, um, you know, so I, I think just being aware of that, that, that it, it will flare up, um, that we're not perfect, but that's not an excuse to not work at it. Mm -hmm. So, um, I don't, I probably shouldn't say it's not worship, but I don't know that it's true. You know, I know that for me, if, if I get disconnected because I don't like the song, then there's not any, I mean, I'm disconnected. So right, there's, there's right. no, there's no vertical, there's nothing vertical in it. Um, it's, it's all flesh. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's that kind of on that, yeah, I guess. yeah, yeah. No. I had a very specific example of that come up recently. Um, there's the song. I think it's is it Good Good Father. Mm -hmm. That song. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that came out like toward the end of uh, my time at Western in mm -hmm. college, and so we went to this worship night on like a Thursday in Nashville or something, and they played that song, and they did it, and it was like, oh, this is fine, whatever. But I also at that time wasn't 
maybe like I certainly didn't view worship as like in the same way that I would now um, and and partially with the like not having you know anything to give I wasn't you know in, in the word or anything like that um, and so they would play this they played the song and I was like oh that's fine and then it went on forever and ever and ever and it was just the same thing <laughs> and I remember sitting there to the point I was like is this going to end? Like, what are we, you know what I mean? And I was, and so after that, I was like, oh, I don't like that song, you know, and, and I, when I heard it, um, and then I think, I don't know if it was like in a service recently, you know, we were singing it or what it was, um, but like, I truly could say like, you're a good, a good father. And I could say that to the Lord. And so it was like, I didn't even think about, you know, yeah. that, and I like the song now, um, but it was just one of those things where it was like, my heart was not in it. Mm -hmm. And it was a song thing. Um, I mean, it, I thought it was a song, but it was me, you know, kind of thing. Um, but yeah, so that's definitely, um, yeah, like you said, if it if um, if it's something that you that you see in your own life, um, it's something to and and still there's there's certain you know certain things you know certain songs sometimes I'm just like uh, man, yeah. but yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and the uh, thing that I have to remember is um, you know as being someone who has has put a set together um you know i i know that there have been times where it's like hey it's it's wednesday night can you would you be willing to lead like a small set of like four songs on thursday so tomorrow yeah and i'm like oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. and so I, I run home i pull out my ipad my guitar and i'm like you know just shuffling through and, I, and my, my heart like i haven't i haven't you know drenched my selections in prayer I, I i don't feel like they're ordained it's just like oh well i know i can do this one without my voice cracking or <laughs> you know usually I, I tend to get a good uh, i tend to get a good like connection with uh you know the people because it's not a performance i've said that mm -hmm. a thousand times but still you want to connect you know you you do want to connect because that the connections are really allowing the spirit to move you know mm -hmm. um so I've had those sets where it's just like, t -t 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 -t, you know, okay, there's my four. And then I run through it real quick and it's like, okay, got it, boom. And then I've had the sets where it's like, I lock myself in a room, I pray, I pray, like, give me exactly what you want from me. Mm -hmm. Like, whatever, I'm merely a vessel, so, you know, I take the time to pray, align myself with his will, and then it seems like, immediately like right there in prayer it's like pff, there's one song that pops in my head and I'm like i'm like really are you sure <laughs> because that one i don't know about but then you know like uh he's given it to me it, it's it, it's been gifted to me from him like here this is the one like and that song specifically or that entire set i, I feel like has been one that really did allow the spirit to move it, it was a good uh conductor uh, of the spirit and um, so with that being said, I also have to realize sometimes that, you know, maybe the, maybe the person who was in charge of forming the set, you know, the worship leader, so to speak, or, or the worship pastor, um, you know, those songs should have been given to him mm -hmm. by God. So if I'm sitting here questioning it, if we really get down to it, obviously I think I'm better than God. Mm. And that's a hard pill to swallow sometimes so um you know and it's like i said it's not my place to judge so so i have to go off of i have faith that the person that we put in you know a leadership position is right with god they have taken the time to pray over it mm -hmm. uh that set has been ordained by god it was given to them by god and i shouldn't question it yeah i should just i should just make sure that my end is right that uh that i'm i'm centered and focused and allow my you know corporate worship time to be as true and vertical as possible yeah. so um you know That's and good. that just goes back to that self-serving mm -hmm. attitude you know it's i think that that really makes a big difference between fake and you mm -hmm. know true worship is, is like how self-serving am i trying to be at this point in time mm -hmm. yeah that's good um, yeah. Okay. Well, something else that kind of came up. I don't know. I think we've hit everything that I had questions about, yeah. <laughs> but something that came up was, um, uh, so we talked about if a certain song, like maybe you're not into the song because you don't like the style of music or something, mm -hmm. but, 
Um, would you say there's a difference between, uh, because coming back to like worshiping in spirit and truth, um, that's one thing in, with the, the book, um, it was saying um, when you're focused on God, like you're focusing on what the Bible says about God to worship that and not like, you know, God you create basically. Right. Um, sometimes I have heard songs that, and it'll say something and I'm like, mm, you know, and you kind of think like, I don't know if that line is quite, you know, and, and like so, accurate. yeah, yeah. So is that something that you feel like that you look at when you're looking at worship songs too? Like to say like, is this true? Sure. You know, um, it's something that I'm learning to do. Mm-hmm. And I have Pastor Travis to thank for that. Um, he is very meticulous about his walk with Christ in general. And so, like, um, you know, I've had conversations with him one-on-one, whether it be at his house or, you know, in our small group, uh, where it was just like, hey, how do you feel about this song? Have mm-hmm. you heard it? Like, how do you feel about it? And, and he was like, uh, musically it's okay, but, you know, lyrically I don't think it is I don't think it like it's biblically backed up and that was the first time and that's just been within the past you know year or two that it was like wow you know like do I really think about that do I do I actually listen to a song first and then and then and then go back and you know pull up the lyrics and then start you know like when we're talking about bible study looking for context you know digging for that foundation like what is the context of this song Mm -hmm. you know because it's it's easy to it's easy to hear a song on like Caleb or on Spotify or whatever where it's just like man it just tugged at your heartstrings you know yeah. because maybe you're going through something very similar to what that person is describing, um, or, or conveying, but when it comes to like a worship song, you sh- you should strive I think to find biblical application or you know a, a you know what's the word I'm looking for, uh, like a backup. It should be big, biblically backed up and mm-hmm. accurate. Yeah. Um, because if not, then, you know, would you want a pastor on a platform that was conveying something that's, you know, not yeah. scripturally sound? Um, so it's not something that I can say that I, I was even aware of until the past year or so, um, but I'm grateful that I am now. So, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I hear songs and, um, you know, like I said, with my rocky past, you know, there's a, a song that's been out for a little bit. Uh, Dante Bowie did it with Bethel Worship. It's called Champion. And I heard that song. And I was just like, Whoa. you know, it just, oh, it hit me in the feels mm-hmm. and it connected to me. And then I, I really had to like dig into it. And, and, you know, once, you know, seeing that, you know, it, I can't find any scriptural holes, so to speak, yeah. you know, and, and it may not be, and I don't, I don't mean to say that every song needs to be a derivative of straight scripture. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. But, I also don't want to fall into the trap of the um, let me just pat you on the back and make you feel good mm-hmm. little Christian type deal like uh, you know like prosperity pastors I don't want to be a prosperity worship leader mm-hmm. so to speak I don't want to just make you feel good and I don't want um, you know I don't just want to appease you yeah. I, I want it I want it to be biblically sound I want it to be um, something that you know God looks at or hears and, and is I'm pleased, mm-hmm. you know, I want, I want him to be pleased. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's gone. It's, it's become, uh, it's become a practice of mine. Mm-hmm. Something I'm working into that discipline is to not only just take a song because musically it's exciting or, or, you know, maybe the, uh, the, the performing artists, they're vocally just astounding, yeah. you know, but to actually like, okay, let's break this down for a second, mm-hmm. you know, and I really enjoy, um, you know, some of the songs that like, uh, Joel Houston writes for Hillsong because he'll actually, whenever they release it, he'll actually like set down and they'll video him like explaining where he was at, like what season of life he was in. Okay. And, and the scripture that he, you know, he may have been, you know, reading over a chapter mm-hmm. or something. And the scripture that was on his heart when a bridge came to him or when, you know, a verse came to him or something. It was, it was just really neat to yeah. like kind of get a, a deeper understanding of how um, you know, a songwriter, you know, gets into that mindset and where they, they draw their inspiration from. I mean, it's easy for me to sit down with the guitar and like, oh, you know, life's been hard this week and strummy, strummy, strum, you know, <laughs> um, but God is good and, um, you know, strum, 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 but to actually like get into that mindset of, okay, you know, yes, I have been struggling, 
but this scripture has really spoken to me. Mm-hmm. A- and let's let's dive into this a little bit, and then you know make sure that I'm I'm true and I'm right, and, and get into a mindset of prayer, and, and let that connection with the Spirit right there, one on one, become become real and fluid, and then see where that goes. So. Um, to answer your question in a long-winded way, yes, <laughs> yes, I, I think it is important. Um, sorry, I ran. It's, I, no, I you're work. That's you're good. You're with this something on. you brought up is how uh, you know certain ways of worshiping, I guess, correctly or you know, God sees worship as uh, uh, He's delighted in our worship, especially when it's genuine. And I feel like it was like that back in the Old Testament as well. Their worship was uh, sometimes done through sacrifices. And uh, there were just some sacrifices. He was like, that, that's not appeasing to me. That's not honoring to me. I mean, I remind, I'm reminded of, um, oh gosh, Adam and Eve's sons. Why can't I remember Cain the name? And Cain and Abel, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Abel's sacrifice was found accepting, but not Cain's. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, feel like it could be kind of similar to whenever we're singing songs that aren't biblically accurate or uh, don't honor God or anything like that. I feel like he's like, no, that's not appealing to me, and I don't accept that as part of your worship or whatever. Yeah, yeah that's funny you brought that up because that's, and that's, a, it doesn't say like, in Genesis specifically why his sacrifice wasn't accepted but it's like talks about I think Abel says mentioned it's like a one, few words difference it's like the first fruit you know of his labor basically and then Cain was just like here go you know and so and it so it all just comes back to that to that heart thing you know mm-hmm. of, of um, being right and I love being able to connect anything to Old Testament because it just shows proof that God is still the same mm. all the way back then as he is today and has yeah. he'll always be uh, you know God is very complex yet so simple mm-hmm. and uh, you know that's just why we worship God yeah yeah honestly it's it's cool man yeah yeah throughout in the Old Testament there are so many yeah so many places where um, the Israelites don't get it right and it's because they you know, yeah. <laughs> they're like uh, I require, or I desire like um, mercy, not you know what, I, and um, or not outward sacrifices kind of thing. I can't remember exactly, but um, but yeah. So that's yeah, interesting. Well, yeah. I got one more thing yeah, that sure. I can think of to bring up, um, and I know that all three of us are Baptists, but dancing. <laughs> <laughs> right. Dancing is worship. Dancing is yeah, worship. Yeah, that's a good. And I'm a I'm a topic. Baptist, and I firmly believe dancing is a form of worship if done for worship. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think if you're dancing for God, I mean, David, David danced. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the excuse I I give yeah. every time someone says you can't have dancing in church. <laughs> well. Well, the same Bible that me and you both <laughs> read together has dancing. Have you heard right. of a little guy called David? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, like, I believe it's Bethel, actually. Um, you know, Bethel Ministries. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, I think, and if I'm wrong and you're listening to this, I apologize, but I'm pretty sure it's Bethel. Mm-hmm. Um, if Bethel some, is listening to us, uh, I don't care. If they are, then <laughs> if they are, then we might be doing something right. I guess yeah, maybe uh, so. But but they have they have sometimes they have dancers on stage, um, and I've seen I've seen some some footage where it's like, hmm, because I have to think as a man sometimes I am a, an incredibly fickle creature, right? So um, certain, I don't want to say that dancing is wrong because. Uh, Please don't take this as misogynistic, but like if a woman on stage is dancing, right, and then there could that could be a stumbling block mm-hmm. to people in the congregation. Do I think that that means she's doing anything wrong? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I think well, she could be, but I'm not saying that it's. Like if she if she wrong. if she's truly doing it up there and she's worshiping in spirit and truth and, and dances the way that she wants to express that or he um, mm. then to restrict that is silly you know um, but men are fickle let's be honest and so it, it, you know if if let's and I'll put this on me if I was sitting in in the congregation and my heart wasn't right and you know I see this 
nice young lady dancing on stage, then, then, you know, that's not a her problem. That is a me problem. So I could see where some churches feel like, Hey, let's just, let's just not allow this stumbling block to even, you know, even be a thing. So maybe they don't have it on platform. The reason I brought up Bethel is because they have had some almost like ballerina type dancing going on on Mm -hmm. on stage while, while they're singing, um, and performing and, you know, and worshiping. Um, I should have said worshiping, not performing, but, um, so it's, I dance on stage with my guitar sometimes, you know, I'm in that little swivel stool and I'm kind of like, <laughs> like swiveling around sometimes, but like, if I feel the spirit move, then I move, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I, I, I don't feel like that should be restricted. Now, if, if someone was telling me that I was being distracting or a stumbling block to them, then I think I, as a Christian, um, it's almost an act of worship for me to be like, okay, I consider that and and I respect that. So, you know, I try to, um, you know, maybe be a bit more, I don't want to say discreet, but yeah, let's say discreet a bit more, you know, still while I'm on platform. Mm -hmm. But you know, if, if I'm in my normal seat and the spirit's moving and the song's rocking or whatever, and I, I I don't feel like I should be condemned for, Mm -hmm. for for dancing. It's kind of a, tangent but still yeah, yeah like I, I think I think it should be monitored maybe just like how it's done you know because you know we don't want to be a stumbling block or a distraction to someone else mm-hmm. and I feel like you can be kind of similar with singing as well sometimes mm-hmm. people get so focused on someone who sings just really well and I was like mm-hmm. man they sang that song really well today well what'd they sing about Thing real good. <laughs> they hit that note. It was impressive. Broke some of the windows, but whatever. <laughs> hmm, that's interesting. I've never really. I don't. Can, I don't think about dancing just generally that much. But yeah, I think. I don't know if this is sort of related, but not exactly. Um, I think it was Shane that was talking about um, maybe a, a church he was at where um, it was very like. Uh, they would, you know, kind of like slain in the spirit, you know, like those kind of things would go on um, in worship. Um, and I think he was saying, or maybe, I don't know if, I don't know, whatever it was. But anyway, a woman who like in that time, like went up and was like yelling at this guy, you know what I mean? Like in the middle of, and he's like, that's not spirit led. You know what I mean? Because she was very much hindering that person's like worship. Sure. Um, it was distracting. It was uh, drawing attention to herself. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know because it, it does go back to like, like he's like maybe monitored, but then also like each person has to be responsible yeah. or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like be accountable to God for where their own heart right. is. So, right. exactly. yeah. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. We may have to we may have to yeah. do a little research. Think yeah. about that but one. I was <laughs> Come back to it. I used to do like creative ministries and we would do like the you know, like sign language mm-hmm. to songs and stuff and we would mm-hmm. kinda like, you know, fluidly move around and kind of dance while we were doing, you know, so we weren't just like robotic. Yeah. Um and and you know, I, as as a youth in my life at that time before things went crazy, I I felt like that was true. Mm-hmm. You know? And yeah. I was really I, I was into it and I felt it and I was moving and you know it what we were you know leading the church in worship in that way mm-hmm. so it was, I think once again it's just it's not my place to you know put parameters on things but I also have to I, I want to be considerate of is anything that I'm doing a stumbling block to someone else mm-hmm. and, and like you know we have kind of harped a lot on the musical aspect of worship but still you know like if I was dancing up and down the street, you know, and, and, and it was distracting to someone, you know, you know, or, you know, or, or whatever, like what, anything in my life, which we said should be worship, mm-hmm. all of my actions should be worship. So, um, you know, even if I want to dance, you know, it should be worship. If, if I want to throw some trash away, you know, it should be worship. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. but I also need to be mindful of not hyper-focused, on what everyone else thinks, but mm-hmm. if if I am negatively affecting you worshiping as well, then I, I need to consider that. Mm-hmm. Uh, belief. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting place to end that there. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess this is where we can say if you have thoughts about dancing or you know anything else that we've talked about, you can 
Leave us a comment. I've Send definitely, us an email. <laughs> I kind of I typed some things on my phone during the podcast, some other topics that came into my head that I don't want to get into today because it's it's kind of it's kind of related, but kind of off. It'd be a, its own episode or a mini episode <laughs> or something. Uh, but yeah, there's there's a lot of really yeah. cool things we talked about today, and I hope everyone that's listening um, just really encouraged by it and um, maybe has a new perspective mm-hmm. on what worship is or yeah. how it should look. Yeah, yeah. We've been kind of wrapping up with um, some like maybe tips or like maybe some like brief little way to like sum up what we've talked about. Um, I think for sure we would say that uh, worship is starts uh, with your relationship with God, mm-hmm. you know, um, in the heart. Um, so if, if you uh, maybe are like me and have recently been somewhere and heard a song that you didn't like, <laughs> you know, consider why. Um, it's, you know, something that you, can, that you pray about. Um, and, and also if you feel like you're coming into a church and you're like, all right, I don't want to do this, you know, or like, you know, if you feel dry, uh, maybe consider what the rest of your week looks like if you're worshiping God privately, um, because I think that that's where your corporate, some of that is going to come sure. out, um, and also just in your life, the way that you're, that you live, you know, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to work on liking oceans. <laughs> <laughs> wonder, that's what this podcast that's has taught me today. I'm going to work on liking oceans. I'm not going to. I'm going to just start playing it. There you go. I'll See start, like I'll start worshiping. Uh, <laughs> I, I will not work on liking the dentist, though, ever. Oh, yeah. that, that's the only thing in this life I will always continually hate. Yeah. Right. Had to, had to I don't know if you know this, Colin, or not, but I don't like the dentist. Yeah, yeah I've heard. I'm yeah. a fan of the podcast, yeah. which I'd also like to say, as being a fan, if I don't get to do it, would you rather I would feel cheated? Okay, yes. Well, I think I have a, I think I have a pretty good one. Okay. It's sort of relevant. Okay. Um, oh, I had my pen there for a reason. I lost my place. Hang on. We went a little little out of order today. We did, that's but that's okay. okay. That's fine. I've enjoyed it. I think yeah, we've... T- I think well, we've it, it flowed well. Yeah, yeah it did flow really it did. well. I did not want to get cheated of that experience <laughs> on the Yeah, this is very, okay. yeah, very important. <laughs> yes. Okay, so this time it's a planned one. We've uh, sometimes done where we've like closed our eyes and like yeah, from okay. a list, but... Um, would you rather have your own theme song when you walk into a room or have a laugh track every time you do something funny? Oh. <laughs> oh, no. That's yeah. a toughie. Yeah. That's a toughie. That's a good one. Though. And if your choice is theme song, you do have to choose. What the theme song is? Yes. Theme song you is. can't write your own theme song. You it's, could. You yeah, could. I guess so. It's probably... <laughs> so is it like when you walk into a room or just like when you're walking around like background music mm. to just your life? This, the question said walk into a room. Walk into a room. Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll go with that, I think. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah. That's cool. I want the laugh track. I want the laugh track so bad. <laughs> then everyone can laugh every time I say I hate the dentist. Yeah. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, I haven't heard that joke before. Ha, ha, I'm going to have a laugh track next time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes, uh, that's what I'm choosing. Okay. I want... I know I try to be funny. Sometimes I'm not funny, and I want to feel funny every time I'm trying to be funny. Yeah. So there you go. That's what I choose. There you go. I think I would go theme song, and I'm really trying hard to like dial in one because mm-hmm. you're making a lifetime commitment to it's, this. I assume. So I'm not overanalyze this. We could um, we could call it seasonal if you want. Okay, it could change okay. just okay. if you. Maybe you yeah. can choose when it plays. Okay. Oh, um, I don't know. Would that would that change know. the? question kind of I'm thinking every time you walk into a room every so like time. if you're late for something your theme song's gonna play Oof. everyone can hear it oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it needs to be something everyone likes oh that's true <laughs> that way that's they're true. just like oh well even though he's 20 minutes late he's still here oceans <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so as a as a baseball player and a baseball coach um, you know our, we, we have our kids do walk-up songs sure. now and though the the band is secular and the song itself is not necessarily 100% great, I'm going to take just like the intro riffs. Okay. And I would take Cashmere by Led Zeppelin okay. because that, that intro, the guitar riff mm-hmm. is just... It would just make me excited every time. I would probably step in a door just to get it started back out, step back in. But yeah, I would say Cashmere by Zeppelin just... Just for that guitar riff, but I want to change it up every once in a while. Okay. That's what I'd start with. Okay, I've actually never heard that song, so okay. I'll have to well, have to listen to it. I'm sure just, it's a, just listen to the intro. Just the, yeah. Just okay. The intro. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just the intro. Okay. Um, all right. I think 
Well, okay. So at first I thought laugh track because I was like, then you would know if you were funny or not. Like if you're telling a joke, yeah. you would know if it's like a pity, <laughs> a pity laugh. Yeah. But I think with laugh tracks, they usually um, are on shows that don't tell funny jokes. So it would be the opposite <laughs> That's true. effect. They're on sitcoms. <laughs> then you'd have like a, you'd have a really. Uh... And Scooby-Doo. Do they have laugh tracks in Scooby-Doo? On the very old ones they did. Oh, they do. And yes. you know what? I went back and watched some of those old episodes, and none of the jokes are funny. Aw, I love Scooby, though. The, I, have to I, I love the show, but like see. the actual like jokes themselves were not funny. Yeah. It, it was more of like the action that was happening okay. was more silly than the actual like one-liners or whatever. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Hmm. Um... Can I change my song? Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. I want to change my song. I guess I'm feeling slightly convicted about it. But uh, KB, who is a Christian hip hop artist, mm-hmm. he just released a new album, and he's got a uh, he's got a song called Armies, and it's uh, the hook to the song is um, I think Tomlin wrote it, but I know who goes before me, I yeah. know who stands behind. Mm-hmm. The God of Angel Armies is always by my side, and that's the hook. And so he's kind of like lightly singing that at the beginning, and then the beat drops. And gotcha. Oh, that's pretty and cool. And so it's it's sweet. So I would say KB Army's final answer. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. But back back to what I mentioned earlier, and then I'll shut up. If I could have a song play while I was just walking up, oh, and sure. walking around, <clears throat> mm-hmm. it would be the uh, you know the the we like when you go into the meat like yes just constantly everything just walking around perfect just walking around at Walmart or whatever. Yeah, that that's would be, true. That would be I perfect. I think that would just make me happy, and I'd kind of have a little bounce to my step. But yeah. that wasn't the question, but still. That's okay. That's yeah. okay. You can. <laughs> we, we usually go a little off on these kind of things. Um, I don't know. I'm going to say, since, we can, since we've had other you know, caveats, I'm going to say laugh track, but only when it's actually funny. Only when it's actually so that, funny. Yeah. So, so that <laughs> you're aware so whenever that... you just flopped completely. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll tell a joke, and then it'll be nothing, and I'll be like, ooh, sorry, guys. Like, I'll <laughs> No, I, I'll want, I it want it to do it even when, I, even when I'm not funny. That's what I'd, I would want just to do. Just constant. Yeah. Such an ego thing, though. You'd be yeah. like... Be like, I'm so funny. Haha, <laughs> I'm so funny. No and one's laughing. And then the laugh track would go when you said you were so funny because that's what laugh tracks do. <laughs> I need this in my life now. Let's practice. All right, go. You say, I'm so funny. I'm so funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is yeah, great. that's, yeah. Okay, so. Never mind. I don't like that. <laughs> that made me feel bad. So what's your song? That made you my feel song. bad. <laughs> I don't want to answer this question anymore. It's just in the podcast. <laughs> I'm done. I didn't know there would be such, such strong feelings, My such feelings controversy. Um, but yeah, so Colin, thank you very much for talking with us. Glad to have you. All right, and we will uh, we will be speaking with you all <laughs> eventually, like next, next week. Next week, yeah. All right. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>